Welcome to What's Happening on the Hill. On this podcast, we'll share highlights, stories, and all the things that make Cottage Hill Christian Academy the place to be. You'll get to hear from our faculty and staff, students, coaches, alumni, and other members of the Warrior family tell about the life and the legacy of our school. Join us as we explore all the latest happenings and news on the Hill. This is What's Happening on the Hill. Welcome back for episode 19. We hope you have enjoyed a great, much-needed fall break. Last week, we had our annual mum sale put on by our PTF, and we would like to thank our PTF, our families who participated, and those who purchased these beautiful Warrior Gold mums. Our PTF and families never cease to amaze me. Thank you again for putting on our annual mum sale. This past week, we wrapped up the first quarter, so we wanted to bring in our campus directors to recap uh, the first quarter of this academic year. So, Ms. Newton and Mr. Catchpole is in the studio today. Welcome back. Uh, What have your thoughts been on this first quarter? We'll start with you, Ms. Newton. Yeah, so it has been a really fabulous start to our school year. Um, We've got a great new faculty team here. Students have been excited to be on campus, making progress in the classroom. It has really, really been a great, great start. Thank you, Ms. Newton. Mr. Catchpole? Yeah, I'd have to agree. Um, First quarter can often bring challenges, but I think this year we've been really well prepared as we went into the school year. Um, I mentioned the other day about uh, our new staff coming in really well aligned to the mission and vision of our school. And I think that's been evident through the first quarter and gotten us off to a great start. Well, we'd like to thank you both for your leadership of your respective campuses, both the West and the church campus. And I'll have to agree, we've had a great start to the school year, the best I've experienced in my 23-year career as uh, and, and as head of school. Uh, the credit goes to the hard work put in by, by you two and the rest of our leadership, administrators, faculty, and staff uh, this summer during the and also during the in-service time. Uh, prior to the school beginning, we uh, adopted the theme together and the power of togetherness. Uh, we can have the best educators, as as Miss Newton just mentioned, and, and Mr. Ketchup. But we got, we hired a great faculty and staff. We can have the best plan, but if we're not rolling in the same direction, it, it doesn't matter. So we adopted this theme because we have a plan in place, our school improvement plan, keeping the mission, expanding the vision, and demonstrating warrior pride. That's our roadmap. Uh, and coming out of that 18 months of hard work preparing for our accreditation last spring. Uh, so the plan's in place, uh, the hay's in the barn, and now we must execute the plan. Last week at the end of September, we hosted a Friday family forum. Uh, we walked through our strategic objectives and allowed a time for families to get a peek behind the curtain and, and see what we've been working on behind the scenes. And today, on this particular podcast, uh, we just want to share uh, some of the strides that we've made towards those uh, goals that we set for. So that's why we brought in both our campus directors so they can speak directly to what has transpired. And so we just want to go down the list. Uh, first, supporting our students and staff better. Um, there's been numerous ways that we have done so. Uh, if you go back just two years, we created a lot of positions since 2021. The goal there was to lighten the load of our current faculty and staff who were wearing too many hats. Uh, through that process, we were able to expand our annual salary budget and uh, been and been able to give merit-based raises or percentage-based raises during that time. And what better way to, to support our staff than, than, than monetarily speaking? 
Um, we also started that of a security and wellness platform. We both know uh, that we have SROs on both campuses, uh, as well as the creation of a counselor. Uh, Mr. Keshbowl, share some things that we have uh, highlighted or, or, or completed going towards this strategic objective on the church campus. Absolutely. I think when you talk about supporting our students and staff better, it starts with uh, revamping and adding to our leadership team on the church campus. Uh, it's gone very well when you talk about uh, adding an assistant campus director and Ms. Beth Quave, uh, who has come in and done an incredible job um, with our leadership team of Mr. Hinton, our academic dean, with the counselor, with the school resource officer, and uh, the way that we've been able to tackle things that have been priority for us, but now having the staff to do it, um, that's going to support our students in a way. One of those ways is updating our accommodation forms. Students with needs, how can we continue to formalize that process and make sure our students are getting what they need, uh, that their needs are being met, but also in that, building that family relationship by bringing parents in. Uh, this first quarter has been filled with meetings that, that we've been able to strengthen that relationship and, and partnering with our parents. Uh, I think in doing that with our leadership team, doing it together has really supported our students. And in turn, our staff has felt that support as well. Yeah, being intentional with our families and our students in regards to to that, uh, very well said. Also, maybe some things on uh, the church campus as well with specific upgrades and additions to security, security measures. That's, I mean, that's supporting our students and staff uh, better as well. So if you may, maybe want to highlight uh, that, especially on the EE, EEC side. Right. The addition of maglocks at the EEC, um, I think, has not only just upgraded the security, but also that process of picking students up and making sure students are safe and well cared for. Um, you take that also onto the church campus, the academy side, where we've updated our mag locks throughout that side of the building and, and all of our gates. Again, just to make sure things are secure. Um, I think students, teachers, staff, they want to know that they're safe and secure. And that just adds to that start of the day, that feeling of support that we're providing a safe and comfortable learning environment. Absolutely, and Miss Newton here on the West Campus, but also through our entire school system, uh, I know that our administrators and leadership have been actively visible during the school day. So do you want to touch base uh, on that? Yeah, I would say one of my absolute favorite things to do is come in and be a student. Uh, you know, for, for maybe it's just a quick pop-in visit to a classroom, maybe it's staying for 20 or 30 minutes or even the whole class period, but um, I love being able to see our fabulous faculty team in action. Um, they work so hard planning and preparing for student engagement. Um, they try to come up with fun learning activities that are also going to challenge our students, and I absolutely love the opportunity to see our faculty um, present, you know, their expertise in the classroom. I also enjoy um, seeing our students. You know, you can see them in the hallway and you see them at lunch, but being able to see how our students interact with their teachers and how they interact with each other in the classroom is also um, really enjoyable for me as well. Thank you, Ms. Newton. Uh, another way that we 
have completed supporting our students and staff better is the purchase of a school bus. Uh, some of you have might might, might have seen the uh, yellow school bus uh, parked down below on the west campus. Uh, that bus will soon be getting a facelift and painted. Uh, with logos as well on there. Uh, for transportation, we have many transportation needs uh, throughout our school system, whether it's from campus to campus uh, for a- afternoon activities or, or field trips in, in the near future. So uh, we were able to purchase that of a school bus to enhance that of our transportation. So th- these are just a few highlighted things that we have accomplished here in the first quarter uh, pertaining to supporting our students and staff better. Now, as we shift gears to the next strategic objective, increasing and improving what we offer students and the facilities from which we operate, uh, we heard just over the last couple of weeks uh, on our podcast uh, new elective offerings. That's just one way that we have done so uh, with the new elective offerings on both campuses. So, so Mr. Ketchpole, share on the church campus the students' excitement uh, for you know these electives outside of their core subject. Right. Um, I think it starts with kind of that process of how do we decide what we're going to offer, especially in that middle school world where our sixth through eighth grade students really get to openly choose what elective they're going to take. And that starts really the year previous. And it's a balance of looking at the skills uh, of our teachers, maybe even outside of their subject area. Is there a passion? Is there a skill that they have um, that will align with what our students want? And so hearing from our students, uh, getting their feedback of, is there something that they have a desire to learn outside of the normal classroom day? I look at our meteorology class that was introduced last year, and that was driven by one single student who had others that also were interested in saying, hey, I want to study more about meteorology. We were able to partner with that family, partner with uh, some supporters of Cottage Hill to make some things happen. But then from a classroom standpoint, I also knew I had the staff to support that role. Uh, Creative writing, health and nutrition were all things that were listed. And we, uh, when we're talking about course requests that students make for the following year, we have more electives than what we're going to offer. And so I might know that one teacher could teach three different electives but we give the power to the students and their families to choose what they're interested in. And I think that creates that buy-in and that excitement that you were just talking about because they get to choose something that they're really interested in. Thank you, Mr. Ketchpole. And then, of course, on the West Campus, the same thing along those same lines. Ms. Newton, will you please share with us just an overview of those elective offerings and, and, and what it's meant to our students on our campus each and every day? Yeah, we've um, worked really hard over the last few years to increase what we can offer to students, and it's been exciting to see the students get excited um, about these these learning opportunities. Of course, you know, we've talked about driver's ed and what a great resource that has been for our students. Um, this year, we added forensics, um, just a really fun science elective Um just uh, it's been really fun to see the students get passionate about that. Broadcast journalism, um, AP art made its way back onto our elective offering. Um, so it's just been been really great for our teachers. You know they they love the opportunity to expand and kind of share their their expertise, but also for the students to have those extra learning opportunities. Thank you, Ms. Newton. Also, when we start talking about that of elective opportunities, uh, we have also had more 
outsiders in our community give perspectives to students that that they're uh, an expert in their particular field. So I know we've had that a lot on our West Campus and a little bit on our church campus. So, so Ms. Newton, what are your thoughts when we allow that of an outsider to come in to to share with our students who are who are experts in their particular field? Yeah, that's that's a great resource um, for our teachers as well as our students. Um, we have had um, quite a few guest speakers here on campus this year. That those have been in some of our core classes as well as some of our electives. Um, I think it's a great opportunity to connect with our community while also taking advantage of the resources that they have, you know, their particular expertise. Um, So we certainly always welcome these guests to our campus. Um, You know, really it just helps strengthen our overall academic program. And on the church campus, uh, Mr. Ketchpole, share how we have brought outsiders onto our campus to share. Yeah, I think, um, like Ms. Newton said, tapping into the resources in your community is not just a great um, tool for education, but just a, a great way to be involved and to, for our students to know that education goes far beyond the classroom walls. And our community leaders do a great job when they come in and they share, especially with some of our younger students, um, they share the importance of education and, and school uh, one thing I'm looking forward to is Super Reader Week, which is coming up at the end of this month and the start of November, where we will bring in community leaders to read to our students to talk about them, that importance of reading um, in their field. And so our students are going to be exposed not only to that building the importance of reading, but to different um, different roles in the community, different things that they could look forward to in their life. Also partnering with um, outside resources like the DeBakey Drug Bus, having them come in and speak with our fifth grade students uh, about the importance of, of living a healthy lifestyle. And we always want to look for partners that are going to come in that are going to align with, again, our, our, our mission and vision here at Cottage Hill. So uh, important to have those relationships. So as we spend some time talking about increasing and improving what we offer students, as we talk about members of our community coming onto our campus during the school day and, and, and joining arms with us and educating that of our students, that could also fall under the strategic objective of making our communication better outside of our walls. And that's one of, one of our goals. We say it around here a lot. If we don't tell our story, someone else will. And if someone else tells it, it's generally incorrect. So we want to be able to tell our stories to, to, to that of our community leaders. Uh, so now as we continue to talk about increasing and improving what we offer students and the facilities from which we operate, let's talk about our facilities and improving uh, uh, our facilities. We've had numerous facility upgrades, um, and, and we'll start with you, Mr. Ketchpole, in regards to the church campus. I know that you just shared about the EEC and the maglots, but what's some other things that has transpired here just in the first quarter uh, uh, of this academic calendar? Yeah, I think uh, as you talk about a 60-plus-year-old facility, uh, it looks great right now. I was very, very happy when uh, we put an intentional effort on getting uh, the front of the school looking great. The, the trees were trimmed, and uh, we, we used the term facelift before, and um, I think that our campus looks great. Some of the things that were also done were adding uh, carpet runners upstairs for our first through eighth grade students uh, has really made that a safer walkway, but also uh, visually appealing. I think something that our students can be proud to walk through. Uh, would also note that we've added fifth grade lockers. And so 
uh, adding to the facility that's also going to better that um, what we offer for the those students in the fifth grade. And on the West Campus, Miss Newton. Yeah, so um, we've done quite a bit of work around here in the last year. Um, this space where we are right now, our recording studio, you know, that's a new addition, um, as well as we've really upgraded a lot of our athletics facilities um, and just the overall branding of our facilities, you know, through some vinyl window coverings and just really an overall refreshed campus appearance. Um, personally, I think campus has never looked better um, you know, from the very front entrance, through the front walkway, through the atrium, um, even in the classrooms. Um, I think a, a student's learning environment does impact their learning, um, their overall educational experience. And honestly, I think it's important that our students can take pride in their campus and, and how it looks. Thank you, Miss Newton. And as we talk about the studio that we're currently in uh, recording this podcast, we're still looking for a name. Uh, so if you have any ideas, please email uh, anyone on our leadership team to, to, to name our studio. Or if you would like to uh, buy the naming rights of the studio, please do so. We still want to decorate it with the history and legacy of Cottage Hill because this is such a wonderful space. Um, not only those things that Mr. Cashbow and Ms. Newton mentioned, uh, but from the athletic side, we, we, we poured a new concrete slab at the football stadium, walkways to the field. Uh, we're going uh, about to complete uh, on our softball field a locker room with a restroom facility there. Um, all these things are important to demonstrate warrior pride, and we want our students to have pride in the facilities. So uh, another thing that we've been working on going all the way back to the first of the year going all the way back to January, was starting that of a feasibility study of our church campus facility, as well as what's next maybe for the West Campus. And uh, we're looking at costs associated with, with new buildings, as well as costs uh, associated with that of renovating, renovating our current facilities of those 60-plus-year-old buildings. But he, he, here's the thing. We need prayer uh, from you guys in regards to that. And then, of course, we hope to share additional information uh, regarding that uh, at the first of the year of what's next for Cottage Hill Christian Academy. Also, we are doing a better job of educating, and we created that of a handbook for procedures pertaining to security as well as wellness with that new platform. And we are just so, so excited uh, about that program that we have launched there. Our next, strate our next strategic objective uh, that we want to talk about is strengthening the financial health of our school. Uh, our stakeholders and our families have done a tremendous job of uh, setting the record for our legacy fund. Our legacy fund is our annual fund. Over the last two years, uh, just giving and annual giving has set new records over the last two years, which allows us to do these things that are not in our operating budget. And we're so grateful uh, for that. But there's other ways that we have streamlined that process. And, and Mr. Keshbowl, uh, just explain to our listeners the importance of even transitioning to a new student in information system and how that has helped us uh, strengthen the financial health of our school. Yeah, I, I like to think of it from a parent side first. Uh, paying lunch fees paying my YDL sports fee for my son, 
how easy that is because of our new school information system, because FACTS is that one-stop shop for us. Um, I'm able to easily connect my bank account with no fee there and do those things that have to be done um, to set my, my own students up for success. Uh, we see that even in the EEC with Hi Mama, that ease for parents, for families to be able to take care of the financial side. Um, and I think it's important that we note, too, the why of the financial side. We just talked about increasing and improving what we offer students and the facilities from which we operate and making it easy for our families to take care of that side uh, of education um, is, is the way in which we're going to be able to accomplish both of those goals. And as we strengthen the financial health of our school, there are numerous ways in which we generate additional revenue outside of that of tuition dollars. Uh, last year, uh, you so sacrificially gave uh, through the Feed the Need initiative that we had, um, as well as participating in our annual golf tournament. Uh, and then, of course, the end of year giving, and then, of course, the day of giving or, or give day in which we highlight. You'll be hearing in the days ahead about our BRIC campaign and the importance of the Legacy Fund. Uh, so be on the lookout with our social media platforms and website with a video promoting that. Um, now, our next strategic objective enhancing effectiveness and spiritual development. Uh, and that's something that's very, very important to us. So, Ms. Newton, share uh, what we're doing on the West Campus to uh, provide other opportunities to strengthen uh, spiritual development in our students. Yeah, so in addition to, of course, our, our weekly chapel services and our small groups, which we had our very first small group um, just two weeks ago, and it was phenomenal. Great, great feedback from our students and faculty about the launch of this year's small groups. We're really excited for the very first ever Cottage Hill Christian Academy mission trip. Um, under the leadership of Mrs. Olson in our Spanish department, she and some of our upper-level Spanish students, Spanish 2, 3, and 4 students, they are headed to Guatemala in February for a week of service there and outreach, and um, they're very, very excited for that opportunity. And, of course, our goal is this isn't just going to be a one-and-done kind of thing. We, we want this to be an annual event that our students can look forward to participating in. And on the church campus, Mr. Catchpole. Yeah, I think when you talk about enhancing the effectiveness and spiritual development, we talk about being the biggest weekday ministry of Cottage Hill Baptist Church. So we understand the importance of continuing to strengthen that relationship with the church, uh, with the staff that serves the same age group that we serve here at Cottage Hill Christian Academy. That means leaning on Pastor Chris Floyd for uh, West Campus Chapels, leaning on Blake Heron and having that relationship with him as we go together planning our fifth through eighth grade chapels, uh, Ms. Sweat with our preschool and elementary chapels, uh, but also somebody like Hagen Ware, who is uh, up there leading worship on a Sunday morning, still giving up his time to come to both campuses to lead our students in worship, uh, I think is a really, really cool thing that often goes unnoticed is that relationship that we have with the church. Thank you, Mr. Ketchpole, for sharing that. And then also, as we continue to talk about just the creation of our SROs and, and our counselor, 
their extra support to reinforce that of what our students are hearing here on campus each and every day with that Bible-based education taught from a biblical worldview. And, and we're grateful uh, for that to add another extension of enhancing effectiveness and spiritual development. And last but not least, and our strategic objectives have, have not been in any particular order, but making our communication better inside and outside the walls to unify that of the CHCA family. And uh, we talked a little bit today already about outside, bringing in community leaders and Super Reader Week coming up and so forth. Uh, but we also last spring started meeting quarterly uh, with what we call the Legacy Club, uh, retired teachers, educators, and administrators. And uh, our goal is to meet throughout the school year to let them know what's going on at Cottage Hill Christian Academy and how the Lord continues to bless uh, us in, in every aspect of the educational journey. Um, also speaking with our director of campus security, Officer Killian, she and I met with precinct captains in the second and fourth precincts within our school jurisdictions to 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 go and and just say hey this is the security and safety platform that we're launching at chca not only have we done these things to make our communication better inside and outside of our walls but who better to ask uh to to share some information with us than our own communications director katie west of the tremendous job that she has done for us here at cottage hill yeah, I remember a couple months ago when we first kind of launched the podcast and a big thing that we did was go through all of our objectives. And a deeper dive, this is just kind of a recap of how we've done this. But a big part of the communication aspect was reminding our community that communication is a two-way street. And um, when I came on, you know, Warrior Express was a big way that we wanted to be able to communicate with our families I just don't know if it was going exactly how we wanted it to go. Um, but looking back over the past year, um, open rates are up over 10% of Warrior Express from just last year. But since 2001, um, we're up 40%. So good job to y'all, the Warrior community, for really knowing that that's how we want to give you information. Um, and, you know, we're still working on how to revamp that and make sure you are getting exactly what you need um, as families, just so you know what's going on. Um, but also with this launch of the podcast, um, it's been really fun and a great way just to give another uh, extra little umph in our communications department. And um, it's really cool. <laughs> we were looking at it the other day that 75% of our listeners are from the state of Alabama. So there's a good 25% that are all across the country. Um, so we've had some fun kind of looking at where people are listening from. Um, also, when you look at our social media pages, we're up in engagement and people that were in, are interacting with our pages a good bit from the previous years. So it's just been really cool, um, a lot of fun, and I think we're we're going in the right direction but still have Katie, uh, a Katie, you have done a year. tremendous job, and I think our campus directors can echo uh, the same sentiments to you uh, of the hard work that you've put in. And, of course, even to our listeners out there, if there is a specific way that you feel that we can communicate better, um, we want alignment. Uh, we're in this thing together. And, uh, of course, we, we have developed a partnership uh, with, with you all and uh, educating your children each and every day. So please share that information with us, as always. But it's fall break. I hope you're enjoying this beautiful Monday off. Um, tomorrow, Tuesday, 
we will start that of the second quarter. We got a couple upcoming events we just want to highlight briefly. So, Miss Newton, tell us what's going on on October the 13th. Yeah, October 13th, that's this Friday, WNSP Game Day starts at 6 a.m. over on our church campus. Um, this has become a highlight tradition each fall, just a great opportunity for the whole Cottage Hill family to come together. Um, we invite high school students, church campus students, parents, friends, community, come hang out with us on the church campus. We'll have a church campus specific pep rally out in the parking lot, out in front of the church um, at 8 a.m. High school students, Come, you know, bring your tailgate, bring some lawn chairs and a pop-up tent, bring your griddles, you know, make some breakfast. Um, we just look forward to hanging out with our, our whole student you, body and, and their Looking families. Looking forward to Friday, October the 13th, hosting WNSP uh, as they broadcast live from their uh, Air Sports One mobile bus. Uh, and you can hear all things about Cottage Hill Christian Academy. And, Mr. Catchpole, at the end of this month, October 30th through November the 2nd, you mentioned it earlier, Super Reader Week. Tell us a little bit about it. Yeah, one of the most fun weeks we, we have each year on the church campus, uh, Super Reader Week. I know we'll go into a deeper dive as that week comes closer, but just a week where we can celebrate reading, encourage reading. And this year, uh, a really unique piece to Super Reader Week is we're going to tie in uh, the civics aspect and that that patriotic side as uh, we celebrate Super Reader Week 2023 as the Great American Road Trip. And so some of the texts that we'll select, some of the books that we'll be reading will tie in well to uh, to that theme. And we'll cap off the week on Thursday, November 2nd, here at the West Campus uh, for Super Reader Night. That'll begin at 5 o'clock. And again, we'll have some details on how they'll enjoy that evening and hopefully stick around uh, for our football game. And we're looking forward to hosting this event for the first time on the West Campus on a Thursday night. We're we're grateful for Miss Newton, uh, Miss Hall, and our SGA that will be a part of preparations. Uh, for that on the West Campus. And then, of course, we're able to end that great American road trip at Charles V. Lang Stadium uh, for our contest with our friends down the road, St. Luke's. Uh, Thank you for joining us today. I know it was long. I have a lot of information to share with you, uh, but we hope you enjoyed your fall break, and I hope that you can see the work that uh, your leadership and administrators, faculty, and staff are putting in to this roadmap of our strategic objectives as we move his school forward in the days ahead. Thank you for joining us for this episode of What's Happening on the Hill. At CHCA, we will keep the mission, expand the vision, and demonstrate warrior pride in all we do. Make sure to keep up with all things Chill by following us on social media or visiting our website, chcacademy.org. Chill Christian Academy, where we live out our motto of faith, family, and future. We'll see you next time for another episode of What's Happening on the Hill.